here's your host, Zach Gelb. And away we go, hour number three of our radio program. Happy Friday, everybody. It is the Zach Gelb Show, coast to coast on CBS Sports Radio. Final show of the week. Oh, there will be Eye on Football on Sunday, too. But final Zach Gelb Show of the week. We will do Eye on Football Week 18 coming up on Sunday for eight hours from noon Eastern to 8 p.m. Pacific. And then I will... Show. Broadcasting live in Rutherford County on 107.9 FM. It's true. I listened to our next guest driving around Smyrna on 107.9. He's Bill Keen. His show starts at 6 o'clock Monday through Friday, ends at 9 a.m., does a great job talking college football every day. Now joins us on the McFarland Show, Darren and Justin, live here in the Strikers Bear Family Fun Center studio. DJ Damon is alongside, and we go to our phone line. Bill, how we doing? Happy New Year. Is Bill there? Bill? Paging Bill King. Bill King, are you there? Oh, they... Damon's going to pick up. I could hear okay. him. I'm about to say, I could hear stuff going on. But apparently, something else is happening there. All right. You know, Bill's got a busy life outside of the WNSR family here. Well, it's his weekend now. I mean, he's in his weekend. That's true. You know? That's very true. So, I don't know what's going on with that. It sounds like the Linus. I don't know. I don't know either. Just... Yeah, uh, disconnect him and, and call him back here, Damon, if you can. And then we'll thank you, sir. Yeah, because it was, I, I don't know. Um, but we'll get we'll, we'll get with Bill here in, in a minute. I'm sure he's been uh, very busy with all the college football talk. Uh, one of the things I want to get into with Bill here is this uh, these this offensive line class is supposed to be so good here um, because if you're a Titans fan, yeah, there's a. Yeah, of course, we're having you know a football game this weekend, but ultimately, your eye is already kind of leaning towards the draft already a little bit. So we'll see. Let's see if we have him. Bill, you there? I'm here, guys. I did this amazing introduction. You missed it. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so Lane Kiffin was doing amazing work in the transfer portal, and then. Yesterday, and we got off the air. He loses his stud running back. Did you did you see that coming? Yes, but Quinchon Judkins, who was barely a three star in Alabama, the locals Alabama Auburn didn't want him. Has been a fantastic running back at Ole Miss, way better than his recruiting ranking. After his freshman year, a year ago, there were people coming at him with money. Hmm. And Quinshawn, who is a fantastic player, I think he's turned into a bit of a diva, and he's demanded multiple times more money. And they've met his request pretty much the entire way, but it keeps happening. And then he's trying to tell Link Kiffin about how to run the offense. During the bowl game, Jackson Dart had to call a timeout, Peach Bowl game, because Quinshawn was screaming at the offensive lineman, and he wanted to take him off the field. He was disrupting the huddle. It got oh, so bad. Mm. And so, now again, really good player. More and more money. Other schools have been throwing things at him. I think Auburn did for a while. Auburn's, I don't think, flirting with him, LSU. But 
what happened was Lane Kiffin, who is all about talent, right, I think got to the point where even though he's a star running back, the weightiness of the disruption at some moment here the last few weeks outweighs his ability. So it was kind of like, okay, Quinshawn, we can't make you happy. You probably should take these other offers. So this is college football in 2024, huh? That's where we're at, and that won't. that's not the only one, and there will be many, many more. Yeah. So I was going to say, considering where he came from, so Alabama is not the shoe-in? You're, you're saying Auburn's flirted with him. Where do you think he ends up, ultimately ends up landing? I think Auburn and LSU have told him they're not going to pay what he wants. Oh, okay. And I think I think Texas is involved. Doesn't mean that LSU and Auburn won't turn back around. LSU just got a commitment from the number one junior in America. I think they like their future, and they're about to get LSU's about to get the number one quarterback in America. The only guy ranked ahead of George McIntyre, kid out of Michigan. They're about to get him tomorrow too. But I think Texas. Texas A&M, lots of money there. Uh, probably Oregon, Southern Cal. There's there's lots of money for that kid. He's going to get his money. Hmm. Speaking of LSU, do they have any defensive coaches left, Bill? No, and they shouldn't. They, they <laughs> You're right. Field, so they, they were awful. They, they did not field a uh, defense this year. And last time Brian Kelly was in a situation like this was at Notre Dame when he had Brian Van Gorder, and the defense collapsed. Fired in midseason. Next year went and got Mike Elko and Clark Lee to come with him, and that turned out marvelously well. I bet you he go gets a dude here. I bet you he gets a good one. Hmm. Is that their missing piece right now? I mean, they, they were. They were so, so inept on defense. I mean, can you imagine – how good they would have been if they would have had a top-notch defense? I don't know where they lose. Right. I don't, I don't think they lose a regular season game. They well, don't lose the Ole Miss game. They're, they they're back lose, to the Joe Burrow's season, right? They, I mean, just, they look like that. Yeah. Incredible. Incredible, yeah. That, that side of the ball totally collapsed. It imploded on them this year. And at LSU, we know that's not. That's not the way it has to be. There's so many players and so much personnel, resources, everything you need there. That should get fixed, I would say, pretty fast. Gene Chizik out as the D.C. at North Carolina. You surprised by that or no? I thought it would happen a year ago. They, they settled down a little bit, but that side of the ball has been a problem for them and continues to be a problem for them. I guess big picture, I'm not shocked. I would be lying if I said I saw that coming, but I don't look at that as a surprise. Kansas State's quarterback, Howard, goes to Ohio State. You like that? (sighs) Moderately. Uh I I don't know. (laughs) Kyle McCord was a serviceable quarterback, but... It's very difficult when you're – let's just go immediate predecessors. We can go back as far as you want to. We can go back to Art Schleister if you want to. But his immediate predecessors are C.J. Stroud and Justin Fields. And so, guys, the, the, the expectation, whether fair or not, is just almost unreachable. But he was a moderate, 
serviceable. I always like, when I'm trying to describe this quarterback, I always like to go point guard in basketball. He's a point guard who can get you eight points and three, four assists a game. Probably not going to turn it over. They're used to having a quarterback that can get you 30 a game, right? And, and, and get to the rim, make threes, and also dish eight dimes. That's what they're used to. Howard's not that guy. He's good, but it's not a significant upgrade. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, were you surprised on the two playoff games that played out? And, and we yeah. sit here waiting for yeah. Monday night, Michigan and Washington. So, yes. I, I bet Alabama. So, hmm. let's just start there. Okay. I bet, matter of fact, I bet them twice. I bet them plus one and a half, plus two and a half. And at the four-minute mark, I felt pretty good sure. until that drive. Mm-hmm. But, and, and, you know, and even though Michigan, I think, was beating them on the line of scrimmage, Alabama had a seven-point lead. So, I felt like, okay, this is Alabama. There's nobody historically better. This team had one of their better teams, but the, the brand, nobody closes like they do, but they didn't. I was su- surprised, and uh, I stylistically, those two games went exactly like we talked about. One was going to be in the 40s. I thought Alabama would win 24-21, and then the Washington-Texas game was going to have to be in the mid-high 30s, and it was. That went exactly what I thought, but I thought Texas would win too. So, yes, outcome, I was surprised. I was in attendance at the Transperfect Music City Bowl. A couple things from there, Bill, and I'll turn it over to Justin. Let's start on the Auburn side. One, they look like a team that had no interest in being there. They played like it, and uh, now they're looking for a new OC, Philip Montgomery, out. Were you surprised by that, and what did you make of Hugh Freeze's first year at Auburn? Hugh inherited a – let's start with his side of the ball. He's an offensive guy, moderate to poor personnel. Quarterback play, even though they kind of like the quarterback there towards the end, was average, sometimes not average. Not a lot of feature skill players offensively. That won't continue because he's, he's really good on that side of the ball. That offense is his. Montgomery and him had some philosophical differences. I'm not real surprised there, but everything about that offense has got his signature. That's kind of like Josh Heupel. You can have a named offensive coordinator. Everything that they play or, or call goes through Heupel. Same way there. I, I, I think he's going to be very successful. I would be shocked otherwise. On the other side, Maryland did want to be there. Um, they looked very inspired. The fans that turned out were inspired. They were loud and proud. Uh, we know Tua's brother didn't play. Let me start there. We were just talking about in the first segment. It's, it's a little bit of a surprise he's going to the transfer portal because I think people assumed as long as he's been in college football, he was going to dip his toe in the NFL waters, but apparently not, and he's going to stay in college, but not a Maryland. Yeah, a money a money grab. Probably see what's out there. If if you got if you have power, we need to remember you don't have to transfer because they'd love to have you back, right? So why not go out there and create a bidding war and see what's there for you? That that happens some too. Not every transfer portal declaration means what we think it means it's basically a power play to say i'm willing to do this what do we got and now you've got people fighting for you right and i think he's he's measuring that i'm not saying 
I'm sure he's going back to Maryland. But this is a this is a chemistry check. This is a hey hey let's play, guys. Tell tell me what you guys are willing to fight for, and we'll see what happens with him. Hmm. Do you like last thing? Do you like Mike Loxley at uh, Maryland? He's a really good recruiter. He's a moderate to less than average head coach. Hmm. Otherwise, okay. Hmm. Strong opinions there from Bill, but I was I would expect nothing less. Uh, Bill, this uh, speaking from the pro football perspective, this draft class coming up here is expected to be. Uh, very good at offensive tackle in particular. Uh, in your opinion, when looking at the folks who are coming out, um, is it is there that big of a drop-off from the first round or waiting until getting a second-round guy, uh, depending on what you're looking for? I thought Joe Walt, the left tackle at Notre Dame, was the best offensive lineman in college football a year ago. And I like Peter Skaronsky coming out. Yes, sir. But Alt, I think I think Alt's better. And their right tackle, Blake Fisher, who won't be a first-rounder, but is a certain first-round talent, he's coming out, too. The Penn State tackle is outstanding. Mm. He may, depending on the team, he may go first. Mm. But I, I think, guys, I haven't looked at the depth of it because you guys know I'm uh, that's not my world when it comes to the pro game. Yes, sir. But it's a pretty good year for offensive tackle. The, the, the Oregon State's got a kid that's about 6'6", 340, 350, who I've mm. watched multiple times, who is a mauler. He's a guy that I think will go in the first round, too. Wow. All right. I'm going to switch gears to a different level of college football, and I need you, Bill King, expert in college football, to help me understand something because I do not understand. I'm asking you to que- I'm asking you a question I le- legitimately do not know an answer to. I don't have an opinion on it. I'm trying to figure it out. Willie Simmons, and this is a story that's not getting a lot of attention nationally, and I understand why. Willie Simmons was the head coach of Florida A&M University. They won uh, the SWAC this year. Uh, he's 64 and 24 as the head coach down there, at Florida A&M. He left to become the running backs coach at Duke. Matt Ince was 60 and 11 with two national championships at North Dakota State, and he left to go to USC to be the head coach for defense slash linebacker. Tennessee's got a guy on their staff. His name is Jerry Mack. He was 31-15 and at North Carolina Central. He won the MEAC one year. He left that program to go to Rice to be the quarterback's coach. Okay. How is it, Bill, that these guys can compile fantastic records on the FCS level but cannot get jobs or cannot get interviews or consideration for jobs on the FBS level on any way and find themselves better off taking assistant positions, not even coordinator, assistant positions at larger schools. Can, can you help me understand and navigate this? This I, I do not understand this. There's a lot of positions, lots of coaches out there, and you can be outstanding. You just name some. But you get stereotyped. It's hard once you get locked into, quote, he's on the FCS level to work your way out. Best way to do it is their pathway. Okay, I'm better than this, but I'm going to take a position job, excel there, show what I can do, and then step back and move forward. Right now, financially, I don't know that they're stepping back, but 
that's what they're trying to do. And if that's what you have to do, that's what you do. It's, it's, it's difficult. Very few stories like the sweater vest, right? Who was at Youngstown State, was winning mm-hmm. national championships, and then gets hired at Ohio State. There was a connection there, too. That's probably not the best example. That's very rare, guys. I mean, that is very rare to get that shot um, and, and to be able to excel like that. Lance Leopold has had to work his way through, but Lance is now coming from Buffalo to Kansas doing an outstanding job. And I don't know if – I think the Harbaugh situation probably will, will yield that he's leaving. Maybe he gets that chance. But the point is, guys, it's a grind, man. It, it is very difficult. And it tells me they're willing to, to show what they can do because they're not getting the interviews they want. But, Bill, is there – is the biggest difference, honestly, between coaching at you know North Carolina Central or North Dakota State? You know, it's all coaching yeah. ball. Is it not? I mean, and, and I'm not talking about being hired at Ohio State. That's a huge job, okay? But these guys yeah. can't get MAC jobs. You can't go to the MAC. You can't go coach. You know, at, I, I don't know. You know, at a, at a mid level job. I'm not even talking about Power Five. Why can't these guys get mid level jobs somewhere? Lots of people competing for him. I get it. Mm. No, I get it. And and there, think about this through history. How many guys on that level could have done it, and that we don't know about that never got a chance? There's probably a endless list of of coaches. Now I've I've seen the flip side of that, guys. It works both ways. Now maybe not in the situations you're referring to. But I've seen it where a guy wins all the way up. He was at a place where his first five years he had to mow the grass at his college. That guy, right? He won big, and he kept getting elevated, and then the job got too big. Sometimes that happens, too. Just because you won on a lower level doesn't mean once they throw all the money in your lap and give you all the stadiums and the resources, all you got to do is multiply that and that creates the winning. Sometimes it's too big. It works both ways. Wow. All right. Last thing for me, Bill, is uh, yeah. this this weekend's game. Obviously, uh, is the is the big one. Um, what does this mean for the SEC not to be involved? I don't think that's clear. The league's going to be Big Ten. And the SEC are going to be so deep next year. And I, I'll say this. Within the last 10 years, we had a two-year span, and it was 13 and 14 as we were transitioning BCS to the playoffs. Florida State won it in 13, and then in 14, Ohio State won it. And it was two years, no SEC champion, and it was said, okay, what's up? Nice little run here. but And then, of course, the SEC's won multiple times since then. I think it's unclear. It's a really good question. We're going to 12 teams. That means three to four SEC Big Ten teams potentially in any year, Mm. right? Mm -hmm. I don't know. I'll say this. I think the Big Ten is more competitive in their top echelon now with the addition of Oregon and Washington. Southern Cal's down right now, but that brand. You, You take Ohio State, Michigan, Penn State, Oregon, Washington, and then you take Georgia, Alabama. Take next year, Ole Miss is going to be third or fourth. Texas, you got to put Texas in the top three, maybe two or three. Ole Miss in there. Uh, LSU's got to be in there. Missouri, Tennessee. It, it's pretty even right now, guys. It's dead even. Last thing, who wins Monday night? <laughs> 
I'm going to go Michigan. I mm. think they're still favored by four and a half. Yeah. I just I, I find mm-hmm. it too ironic, guys, that Michigan was winning because they were cheating, which I never bought into, meaning that that was the reason they were so good. And Harbaugh is hated by the planet Earth, and he's an outs- he's, he is a very awkward guy, but he's an outstanding football coach. I think he's out the door to the NFL, and this would be a very ironic, big bleep you for him right out the door. You realize Harbaugh, since the COVID year, I believe, when they got his salary, that was very public, he has not spoken to Ward Manuel since. The AD. They don't speak. Anything he does, that contract that's sitting there for him to sign, which is 10 years, $12 million a year, he's not talking to Ward Manuel about that, and I don't think he'll sign it. But it's very, very polarizing. Not only him and the outsiders, but him inside that athletic department. Now, they want him back, but it's just it's cold, guys. And I just I can see it, ironically, him out the door, bleep you to everybody, I'm going to California. Mm. Yeah, Chargers. Yeah, maybe, but I can, guys, guys, a hell of a coach. You realize we could have a hardball winning the, the Super Bowl and the national championship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How about that for us? Yeah, yeah, could happen. Right, the same season. Absolutely. Uh, by the way, Kalen, Kalen DeBoer. People don't realize yep. his record as a head coach is a hundred and four and eleven. That's his He's record 11 as a head coach. Lifetime, yeah. lifetime losses eleven. 11 losses right in college football. Mm. Crazy. It's going to be fun. I I don't know who's going to win. I I think it's going to be a really fun game, and I hope so, right, as college football Mm -hmm. fans. Bill, appreciate it as always. Thank you. Have a wonderful weekend and enjoy the game on Monday night. See you guys. Bill Keen, 6 to 9 a.m., Monday through Friday, right here on Nashville Sports Radio. Wide open the rest of the hour, 615-844-5600 is how you get in touch with us. As you listen to The McFarland Show, Nashville Sports Radio. The Locksmith Company, our full-service locksmithing expert, is asking listeners to please donate a toy to Toys for Tots this holiday season. You can make a difference in the life of a child. This message is brought to you by The Locksmith Company, a proud veteran employer. For all your residential, commercial, or automotive locksmithing needs, call today for a free estimate or 24-7 emergency service at 931-801-5427. 931-801-5427. And also visit the LSCO.com. The Locksmith Company is looking forward to seeing you. It seems like everywhere you look right now, someone is sick. This year, prepare your family for airborne invaders like bacteria, pollen, and yes, germs with Navage Nasal Care. Navage flushes ultra-pure, refreshing saline in one nostril, around the back of the nose, and out of the other nostril. Navage sucks out viruses, dust, and other airborne particles, all the stuff that gets trapped in your nose making you miserable. Don't get caught empty-handed this winter. Get Navage, the drug-free solution that helps you breathe easier, sleep better, and feel healthier. Even better, Navage is HSA, FSA eligible. So Navage is a great way to spend those funds before they expire. Don't wait a minute longer. Buy Navage today and you'll breathe easier knowing you're putting your funds to good use. Navage is available online at navage.com or Walmart, Walgreens, CVS, and Rite Aid. Navage, N-A-V-A-G-E. Clean nose, healthy life.
Want even more excitement on game day? It's time to get on Prize Picks, the best way to win big on fantasy sports. Here's how it works. Just pick two to six players and choose more or less on their stats. If you get them right, you could win up to 25 times your cash. It's quick and easy to make your picks. And with fast and safe deposits and withdrawals, Prize Picks is the place to play this season. Prize Picks has awesome weekly promotions, and they're the only daily fantasy platform with an injury insurance policy, keeping you in the game even if one of your players goes down. Sweat it out. Watch your entry update in real time. And continue the fun by making picks on second half and fourth quarter stats. Take your game day experience to the next level with prize picks. And right now, you go to prizepicks.com slash primetime and use code primetime. Prize picks is matching your first deposit up to $100. That's prizepicks.com slash primetime with code primetime for a 100% deposit match. Prize picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. Must be present in certain states. Visit prizepicks.com for more details. This is the Grant Fogue and John Burton Show. 17-1 and one in SEC play. And win the SEC tournament. They would still get left out if they didn't win the SEC tournament. You're right. If they got to the championship game and lost in triple overtime, they'd it still be over. out. They're playing, they're playing for the NIT. It's sad that we're talking about this. It's not even Christmas. We already know the fate of Vanderbilt right. basketball. Greg Fogue and News Channel 5's John Burton. WNSR. Nashville Sports Radio. Your exclusive national sports radio, WNSR, skies can forecast. For this afternoon, we'll have increasing clouds, a high 50. Cloudy tonight, showers become likely, the low 36. Clouds with showers start today Saturday, remains cloudy in the afternoon, the high 48. Utilizing the resources of the Motherbug Network on national sports radio, I'm WNSR's meteorologist, Jim Rinaldi. Sports Radio, WNSR. Welcome back to the Strike and Spare Studios. You're listening to The McFarland Show with Darren McFarland and Fox 17's Justin McFarland. McFarland, six pack of picks in about an hour. A little bit less than an hour. All right. We'll do that to wrap up the week. We're close to it. So we'll obviously have the national championship game on there and some mm-hmm. NFL games and a twist. Okay. One that we haven't done before. Preparing for the twist. Derrick Henry rushing yards. Oh, the under. Mm-hmm. Okay. Over under. I'm doing the under. I, You're going to do the under. I, I don't even know what the number is. Just wow. You don't even know. Not the under. 66 and a half? Under. Wow. It's not that. You're definitely taking the under then. Yeah. Wait, just, you see my number. Okay. 180. That. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> we need another five games for that. It's just. You, you So you. why? We're, okay. We haven't talked about that. I mean, we've sure. talked about Derrick Henry a lot this week. Yeah, but, we have. But you don't think he's going to do anything on Sunday? Not really, no. Why? I, I don't think this is the team that is. I do not think Mike Vrabel is the type to do what is going to be necessary in order to send Derrick Henry out on a high note. I don't think he's going to force feed him the ball. I don't think he's going to run the offense through him. I think they're going to do what they've been doing all year, and that is this 
Ba- yeah, what is this? I want to hear it. Balanced or unbalanced or mm. whatever it is. Mm. They they seem to have three to four different offenses in the one. So at one point they look like they're running the they're running the offense through Will Levis and letting him go out there and you know make a play for him. Then the other times it looks like well they want to be the Tajay uh, Spears show where you know he's getting the handoff and he's getting um. He's getting plays out of the backfield, you know, where he, he almost looks like the first option, like the play is set up for him. It's the screen to Tajay Spirit. Okay, then there's the Derrick Henry version where we run the ball on first down, we run the ball on second down, and then after that, the show is over. Um, and I, I don't know. It, it doesn't seem to have any flow or cohesion to it at all. It used to be run Derrick Henry to set up the play action. That's who they were. That's who they were. Run Derrick Henry, established to run. It sets up play action. Now you can throw the ball down the field and, and do a lot of different things. They've decided to go away from that this year towards I don't know what. But, you know, Derrick Henry's had, I think, 22 carries. I think it's the high. Maybe he had one game for 25, but I'm pretty sure 22 was the high for the year. He's not had that 30 carry a game or 30 carries in a game. Um, this particular season. He just hasn't done it, and I don't think it's going to happen this Sunday. I was just looking at this stuff, obviously, to include this in the uh, six-pack of picks. Against the Chargers, he had 25 carries. There it is. And that was his big one. That was the high. And that was for 80 yards. That was all the way back in September. Mm-hmm. Uh, second game of the season. Yeah. 25 carries is the most. Uh, 22 carries against the Bengals. 22 carries against the Falcons. 21 carries against the Colts. Those are his only games in the 20s. Yeah, and by the way, uh, the 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 Falcons and the Bengals, they have something in common during those two games. Um, and let's see, what was it? They won. They won those football games. Now, I know they, they lost to the Colts. I'm just saying that you know they, they tend to do better when he does carry the football a little bit more, which they've decided to go away from for reasons that pass my understanding. I don't know why. I know it's a conscious decision. I know that much. They've decided not to run the offense through Derrick Henry this year. Okay. Then, and and what, what are they doing as a result? Like, what's the new offensive philosophy? You got me. I don't know. Those are all fair statements. I, Mike Vrabel is a player-centric coach. He is. So, again, they know more over there than we do on what is future. We're all just speculating. Sure. And it just feels, it feels, I mean, it's not hard to come to this conclusion that this is this is it for him here. Mm-hmm. And again, I've been very open the last couple of weeks. So everybody keeps wanting to say whether the, it's the Titans' decision. Nobody's bringing up that this may be Derrick Henry's decision to say, mm-hmm. hey, I'd like to maybe get on a winner on the way out. Yeah. Because his, you know, realistically, he's got, I'll, I'll go with two years. Yeah. Realistically. Before he falls. Because but Derrick Henry is not the, this is just me. Sure. Okay. This is just me examining him. Sure. I don't see him as the type that's just going to hold on and hold on. And no matter what the role is, I'll just be here. Adrian Peterson. Yeah. Yeah. Frank Gore played forever. Frank Gore, and I get yeah. it. Frank Gore, you could say was he was always productive, productive. But 
I don't know. I just don't think Derrick Henry is going to hold on and be that guy that it's all of a sudden the 10 carry a game guy. I think he's got a number in mind that he would like to get to. And I don't know what that number is. I'm talking about rushing yards. Mm -hmm. And then I think he'd be comfortable walking away after that number. Right now he's got 9,300. He needs to get to 12. I don't think he's getting to 12. He's got 9,300. And unless he's going to go somewhere where he's going to become the focal point of the offense— then I don't see how he's getting to 12 in the next two seasons. Yeah. That means 2,700 yards over the next two seasons. Let me just say that. From again. where? Let me re- let me recant that. We've already determined you don't need 12. What was what was Terrell Davis's well, rush? You, but they, can't, you can't do with Terrell. I mean, because Terrell, Terrell Davis and Gail Sayers are the two guys that they allowed in yes. because they were special and because of injury, they felt like they would have been a lot more than what they were. Those are special guys. They, they had injuries in the prime of their career that cut their career short, and they allowed them in based on future projection. Yeah. For those two guys. those because name Who are the other two? Who are the other ones then? Because it's just those two that well, I, Barry, I know of. Barry left in his prime. But Barry, but Barry had, Brown Barry had his huge prime. numbers. Yeah, and, agreed. And, and Jim Brown was the NFL's all-time yeah. leading rusher when he retired. But no, I'm saying no, it's, they didn't play. I mean, Jim Brown played, what, eight seasons? Nine? This yeah, eight or nine out? seasons, yeah. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go act. Yeah, and Barry. But again, Barry Sanders did the same thing. Those guys had collected huge numbers yeah. by the time they were there. Barry Sanders was number three, I think, all time when when he retired. Well, don't look. Don't shortchange Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry's got a lot of records, and he's he's in he's up there in a lot of categories of like the all time greats. When you he's talk had about good seasons, long runs. Yes, you know, two thousand yards or uh, two hundred yard yeah. games. Yeah. All that stuff. He's had very good seasons, but his overall body of work is not as much as some of the other people ahead of him who are not in the hall. And that's not his fault. It's a different game. It's a different era. And that's the other thing that, that, that we needs just to be taken that we into talked account. about yesterday. Yeah, needs to be taken into account. Yeah, I mean, look, we you you just summed it all up yesterday. That was not a period. That was an exclamation point. <laughs> Zero guys with three hundred carries. That is this correct. Season. Zero. None. 1998, 11. 11, yeah. One with Point 400. Carries. Mike, drop. See you later. <laughs> All right, come back. Wrap up the first hour next. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Start the new year off with a bang of big savings during the Omaha Steaks end-of-season event. You can stock up on all your favorites and get 50% off site-wide. That's 50% off incredible steaks like their legendary Butcher's Cut Filet Mignon or sink your teeth into their memorable Butcher's Cut Top Sirloin. Just go to omahasteaks.com. Plus, when you use code QUALITY at checkout, you'll get an extra $30 off your order. From perfectly aged tender steaks to juicy burgers, decadent desserts, and classic comfort meals, 
every bite is guaranteed perfect. For a limited time, get 50% off site-wide. Plus, save an extra $30 when you use promo code QUALITY at checkout. Start the new year off right and warm up your winter with tender steaks and hearty home-cooked favorites from Omaha Steaks. All 50% off with their end-of-season event. Make sure to enter the promo code QUALITY at checkout to get that extra $30 off your order. Minimum purchase may apply. Omaha Steaks, America's original butcher. Michael Fabiano here, and if you want even more excitement on game day, it's time to get on prize picks, the best way to win big on fantasy sports. Here's how it works. Just pick two to six players and choose more or less on their stats. If you get them right, you can win up to 25 times your cash. It's quick and easy to make your picks, and with fast and safe deposits and withdrawals, prize picks is the place to play this season. Prize Picks has awesome weekly promotions, and they're the only daily fantasy platform with an injury insurance policy, keeping you in the game even if one of your players goes down. Watch your entry update in real time and continue the fun by making picks on second half and fourth quarter stats. And right now, when you go to prizepicks.com slash primetime and use code primetime, Prize Picks is matching your first deposit up to $100. That's prizepicks.com slash primetime with code primetime for a 100% deposit match. Prize picks. Daily fantasy sports made easy. Must be present in certain states. Visit prizepicks.com for details. Jackson Boone Racing. The youngest driver at age 19 to win the coveted Pro Late Model Series Championship at Nashville Fairground Speedway. Jackson Boone Racing. A local kid and Page High graduate who's been winning races since he was eight years old. Jackson Boone Racing. Come join Red Street Records and Roy's Meat Service along with the Boone Group, a market leader for your home financing needs. In supporting this rising star, visit JacksonBooneRacing.com to see how you can be a part of the journey and join us running up front. Jackson Boone Racing. The TSU men's basketball squad came through a challenging non-conference schedule with a winning record and now turned their attention to Ohio Valley Conference play. The Tigers kicked off a run of 18 league games over a nine-week period through February, leading the OVC Championships part 6 to the ninth at the Ford Center in Evansville. And part of that, nine league home games at the Gentry Center. Hello, this is Greg Pogue inviting you to join longtime TSU broadcaster Albert Dawson and me on all the games this season right here on National Sports Radio. You're listening to The McFarland Show live on WNSR Nashville Sports Radio. SEC will open up conference play tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Now let's see. Let's see what we got. All right. Ole Miss will be in Knoxville to take on Tennessee. Two ranked teams. That game will tip at 5 o'clock our time. Okay. Tennessee just announced, I just got an email from them, that that game is sold out. Okay. Very cool. In Knoxville, at the new, was it the Food City? Food City Center, Yeah, I believe is what I it's called. That's right. The, we'll have to get used to that. Yeah, I'm not. <laughs> when I saw it on the court, I was like, what is that? Yeah. Okay. I didn't know. I didn't get the memo. I missed the memo that we were renaming the building. I didn't know. <laughs> well, Money Talks. Okay. It's a sponsor. My bad. Food City Center. So, Knoxville. So, Tennessee hosting Ole Miss. Like I said, Ole Miss is ranked 22nd. I think they're... 13 and 0. I think they're undefeated on the season. Wow. Yeah. And uh, Tennessee is ranked fifth in the country. That game again will tip at 5 o'clock tomorrow, 5 p.m. on, and you can watch it on SEC Network. LSU and Texas AM will tip at 7 30 Saturday night. That will right. be the game on SEC Network following Ole Miss and Tennessee. All right. 
earlier in the day, you've got Vanderbilt kicking off their uh, conference play at home against Alabama mm. right here. So 2.30 tomorrow, and that game will also be on SEC Network. So mm. Bama right. and Vanderbilt. Uh, let's see. What else we got? Auburn at Arkansas will be on ESPN2 okay. tomorrow at 1 o'clock. Very cool. Auburn is ranked 25th in the country. Mm. Georgia at Missouri will be on SEC Network at noon tomorrow. And Kentucky at Florida on ESPN at 11.30 a.m. Okay. So that'll be a good one. Boy. And then uh, Mississippi, South Carolina will get all the coverage started tomorrow. on. That's That game is on CBS. Okay. Mississippi State and South Carolina. That's seems, the CBS game at little... 11 in the morning? Well, it's the warm-up game. <laughs> it's not the main game. It's not the 2.30. It's not the 5 o'clock game. It's the, it's the so warm-up game. So it's the band game. you're not really familiar with? Yeah. It's the warm-up band? It's the warm-up game. It's the open. I've never heard of Mississippi State, South Carolina. Yeah, they're just the warm-up band. But in basketball, <laughs> you know, football game would be a little something different. But a basketball game, yeah, it's just, you know. CBS? Listen. At least that you'd think if it's the warm-up band, it'd be on True TV. Just crew team, do they do stuff outside of the tournament? I didn't think so. No. no. All right, so that is the schedule tomorrow right. for SEC play in hoops. We'll come back. Brandon Fisher, he is the defensive coordinator at TSU, and he had a player this year receive quite an award. We'll talk about it to begin the second hour of the McFarland Show. That's next. AM 95.9 FM Brentwood Nashville 107.9 FM Smyrna Nashville's first 24-hour sports station WNSR Nashville Sports Radio ABC News I'm Michelle Franzen President Biden in Pennsylvania this hour kicking off his first re-election campaign event of the year his speech now focusing on the threats to democracy he says since the birth of the nation and three years after the January 6th insurrection today we gather in a new year some 246 years later, just one day before January 6th. A date forever shared in our memory because it was on that day that we nearly lost America, lost it all. Investigators in Iowa trying to determine a motive in yesterday's shooting at Perry High School. Police say 17-year-old Dylan Butler shot and killed a sixth grader and injured five others before turning the gun on himself. Secretary of State Antony Blinken on the ground in Turkey today. It's his first stop on a Middle East trip. He's trying to gain support and keep the Israel-Hamas war from spreading in the region. This is ABC News. It seems like everywhere you look right now, someone is sick. This year, prepare your family for airborne invaders like bacteria, pollen, and yes, germs with Navage nasal care. Navage flushes ultra-pure, refreshing saline in one nostril, around the back of the nose, and out of the other nostril. Navage sucks out viruses, dust, and other airborne particles, all the stuff that gets trapped in your nose making you miserable. Don't get caught empty-handed this winter. Get Navage, the drug-free solution that helps you breathe easier, sleep better, and feel healthier. Even better, Navage is HSA, FSA eligible. So Navage is a great way to spend those funds before they expire. 
fire. Don't wait a minute longer. Buy Navage today and you'll breathe easier knowing you're putting your funds to good use. Navage is available online at navage.com or Walmart, Walgreens, CVS, and Rite Aid. Navage, N-A-V-A-G-E. Clean nose, healthy life. WNSR, Nashville Sports Radio. Bob Steak and Chop House, located in the Omni Nashville Hotel, is a nationally renowned steakhouse specializing in the finest corn-fed Midwestern prime beef. The menu formula is simple. Incredible meat, gigantic shrimp, fabulous salads, and decadent desserts. Start your experience at Bob's with the fried calamari or fresh scallops seared in Texas burnt honey. All the beef at Bob Steak and Chop House are USDA prime cut from the traditional fillet of tenderloin and ribeye to the adventurous Kansas City bone-in strip. They even have two different surf and turf options. And if you're looking for the other white meat, Bob Steak and Chop House serves a dry-aged pork tomahawk with homemade applesauce. Fresh seafood is on the menu from salmon to scampi and even fresh lobster tail. For reservations, give them a call or log on to the Omni Nashville Hotel website. Bob Steak and Chop at the Omni Nashville Hotel. You can't handle the truth. It's about to go off. Live from the WNSR Strike and Spare Studios. Just a bit outside. Now back to the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. Call or text now. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Call us or send us a text on the WNSR text line. 615-844-5600. 615-844-5600. Call or text. Same number. Whoa! Why do that? Now, the McFarland Show with Darren and Justin. Second hour rolling along here on this Friday afternoon. Don't forget, every day... You can watch our show on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. We are the McFarlands, Darren and Justin here with you, and we are live in the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center studio. DJ Damon is alongside. Let's head over to the campus of Tennessee State. Let's talk with their DC. Defensive coordinator Brandon Fisher is on the line with us. Coach, how are we doing? I'm great, man. How are you guys? Happy New Year. Happy New Year. So, w- what are you guys doing right now? This like here we sit on January. What is today? January the fifth. What What are you guys doing on January the fifth, twenty twenty four? So, listen. I just walked out of uh, Double Dogs right over here across Tennessee State. Jealous. Mm. Got a a six one three hundred thirty pound D tackle sitting in there with Coach Bowden, our linebacker coach. So we're hosting a couple a uh, couple official visits this weekend. So. We, you just hey, this time of year you get this. There's a little portal window just for four-year transfers and JUCO guys, four days, and so you're bringing them in and out as fast as you can. Uh, I bet he can so, he can tear up a double dog's candy. Put away a few dogs. <laughs> there were there were there were two dozen and wing two dozen wings and fries sitting on there when I left. So. <laughs> Won't be there when you get yeah, back, Coach. Won't be there when you get back. That's the nature. I'm not going to name the name yet because, you know, it's this portal. The window's open for a couple more days, but there's a lot of good players out there right now looking for homes. I will say that. It is crazy. How how big of an adjustment has it been? Because this is life in 2024 in college football, right? Like, this is what it is. Like, recruiting is no longer about going and watching high school kids. Like, there's a whole another full-time job of watching this portal and seeing who's – Who's in there and who's looking for a new home? 
Oh, it's the, the whole recruiting landscape, and everything has completely changed in the last two to three years. And I'll even go to – I'll start with the high school thing. You just said, you know, I not to toot my own horn here, but I think I probably went to six or eight different games, in high, local high school games during this season, uh, whether it's Lipscomb, Riverdale, I mean, down at Bartlett in Memphis. Never saw another college coach on the road mm. at a game. Wow. So that tells you how much the portal – is impacting high school recruiting. Is it? I mean, Friday nights, that's that's what we do. We have our night meetings. Uh, you put your players to bed, and you go on the road recruiting. I mean, even if, if it's a home game, well, shoot, we need to be at Pearl, at CPA, at wherever. And did not see a single high school coach on the road, or college coach, sorry, on the road recruiting this year. Is because, you know, everybody's sitting back. They're waiting on the portal. You know, they got their top guys already signed. Uh, you know, from the camps in the summer, and they're waiting on the portal to hit. Um, but then you're just you're constantly, constantly working the roster. Um, you know, because you you don't know who's leaving. You honestly don't. So the roster management is now a twenty four seven, three hundred sixty five day a year deal. And then you get these windows that you know started you know right there mid December, and you, you're sorting through who's out there and try and do as much due diligence as possible to get the right guys in the building. And I think that that's the most important piece is getting the right guys. And, you know, I, I, there's, there's a lot of coaches that aren't doing due diligence. You know, we all see guys that we've had leave and places they end up with. you got to do your due diligence on guys and make sure they fit what you want to be culturally and schematically. Wow, that really puts things in perspective when you paint that <laughs> picture. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So, it's great. Well, I mean, you think it, you know, at the FCS level, you got probably 63, 63 scholarships and, you know, 30 on defense, 30 on offense, and three on special teams. Like, you can't, you can't afford to miss on those guys. Yeah. Uh, so the amount of due diligence that's required to make sure that, you know, you're bringing the right guys in. Now, it's, I think it's really easy. But at the FCS level or below, bringing guys that are first or second team all conference. It's that simple. And then at the FBS, if a guy hasn't played, you need to find out why. Why is he drop? Why is he coming down a level when he hasn't played? So those are the ones you really need to dig into. How proud are you of Terrell Allen? By the way, speaking of him, his story, right? He was he he didn't start yeah. at Tennessee State, right? He transferred in. He transferred from Austin P. Yeah. He, now he was an All Conference freshman at Austin P. That ended up in the portal, and we played against him and the quarterback Draylon Ellis. They both went in the portal together, really close. Um, last year was our first opportunity to coach him. Knew we had a special player, um, and it's a huge testament to Coach Clyde, our D line coach, Clyde Simmons. Clyde's got 121 and a half sacks in the NFL. He was a bookend with Reggie White. Lined up next, there's about uh, close to 300 plus sacks between those two. Um, Clyde is an incredible, incredible developer of talent. So we got a chance to coach T.A. last year. He's banged up, and we knew he was going to be special. Had an incredible offseason, and yeah, I think he led I think FCS and FBS in sacks and TFLs this year. Mm. Uh, had an inc- uh. incredible season for us, really disruptive. And, you know, I think about how close he was. You know, he, you ask him the, the two or three that he left on the table against Notre Dame when he bounced off the quarterback or he, he slipped through his arms, you know, beating a beating – a, consensus top 10 pick at that level uh you know those are the ones he really wanted back but he threw down 16 sacks for us this year and i know he's one of three finalists for the buck buchanan award which i being an fcs guy myself i think that's the greatest award in college football you know you got 123 whatever teams at this level and to be named 
the best defensive player that special. So we'll find out here tomorrow night um, if he's given that award. So I think he's got a good shot at it. That is awesome. Uh, so he mm. went up against Alt when you guys started off your, your oh, yeah. season in Notre Dame. Wow. Yeah. No, he started for us. And, you know, there are a couple tackle for loss. Okay, he had two or three times he wanted the line of scrimmage, and then he's a half step from getting that quarterback on the ground. Okay, another cool story about Alt who gets the tackle. Um, I think it's play 10, player 11. Coach George, you know, we're on the headset. Hey, Coach, 44 is going in here. What? 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 Yeah. Eric George, that was his first collegiate snap. So 10th or 11th play at Notre Dame, and a quarterback's on the ground. So his first play in college football, he has a sack against Alt at Notre Dame. Now, I'm still fighting it because it wasn't credited as a sack. It was a no gain. It was second and 10, but that's what I say. A tackle for loss or no gain of the quarterback is a sack, and I still haven't got it changed in the stat sheet. But Eric George had a sack his first play of the year at Notre Dame. Very well. You have some big contacts. You should be able to contact somebody and get say, that changed. I, I, I think you've got. I say I think you've got the right phone numbers to call. <laughs> now you know whether or not they'll take your call is something different. Uh, you've mentioned a, a, a couple of guys here, uh, Coach, uh, that are around you. You mentioned the fact that you left uh, Coach Bowden in uh, talking to uh, one of the recruits, and that would be uh, Joe Bowden, correct? Uh, the former Titans yeah, linebacker and Clyde Simmons. You just talked about him. Uh, can you talk about the benefit? And of course, we we all know who Eddie George is. That's a whole lot of NFL guys. On uh, on a FCS roster, and I imagine that it that it helps opens up uh, a couple of doors for you that maybe some other programs wouldn't see. Oh, it, it's huge! It just you know, on top of that, the experience, the resumes, what they've done—they're just they're incredible men, good dads, good fathers, good mentors, good teachers. I mean, that's what that's your role as a coach. But having guys that have have walked that path and know you know, and it's. You know, Clyde came out of Western Carolina. That was an FCS program. Mm. He's got 16 years. You know, Coach Bowden was your, your four-star that went to Oklahoma but and got eight, ten years out of the league. Coach George, I mean, up for a gold jacket, got a Heisman Trophy, but have guys that have done it, had the amount of success they did at that level, but did it, in you know, in different ways. And, you know, our, the kids that you bring, that's what they want to hear. And that's what, you know, we sell in recruiting that, you know, the NFL will find you. You know, it doesn't – William Hayes, you guys remember the Titans. Oh, yeah. You know, William Hayes, one of my all-time favorites I'll ever have a chance to coach out of Winston-Salem State. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's kind of been – you know, that's a big thing we've talked to Terrell Allen about, T.A. about, you know, because the, the portal is real, especially with a guy that has another year of eligibility. There are life-changing numbers financially being thrown around by SEC schools in the portal. Well, what is your best path? You know, do you risk as a senior going to that next level? Well, what happens if you're a rotational guy? What happens if they're playing that four- or five-star, you know, D-end, and now all of a sudden your sacks went from 16 to 6 is or 4? or You know what I'm saying? Is that opportunity there versus, you know, coming back, you're, you're going to wreck this conference again, and, being an all, and we are going to get you where you want to be. You know, the NFL will find you. There's a reason all 32 teams came in and watched you play last fall. Uh, And those are the unique conversations that are being had, not just at Tennessee State, but across the college football landscape. And I believe we're, we're, um, you know, we're lucky. We have guys that, 
you know, guys that have lived it and one played it and coached it at that level, but will also, you know, operate in complete truth on where things stand. Coach, sell me on why playing at Notre Dame was beneficial for the program because people look at the final score and the results and they go, you know, I know they got a check or whatever, but but why was this necessary? You know, you're wearing the guys out. All you you know all the arguments, coach. Why was a game like that beneficial? Well, I'm going to tell you first of all, like when you say it, you know, I instantly get chills because that experience, um, you guys know the history, that place, every walking out of that tunnel, seeing that sign, and, you know, walking out on that field and those golden domes, as a football lifer, like it's, it's truly special. And our kids, it, it was an, it was un, an unbelievable experience. And you put the financial stuff aside, that's for Dr. Allen, Coach George, and hey, our kids love that experience, and that's something that they can never have taken away from them. And I can promise you that all 11 guys on our defense had at least three or four plays where, you know, they went out there and won that one-on-one, threw a receiver out, out of bounds, safety knocking down somebody in the backfield. I mean, I remember Ahmad Nelson, a guy that we inherited three years ago, running through the A-gap and hitting number seven so square and flush. I mean, we went out there early on and established the line of scrimmage. To a, to a level that I, I mean, I was not expecting and proved that, oh, no, we can play. Now, yeah, the back was hard to tackle. We, a couple runs gate, got out the gate on us, and, you know, I think we gave up 180 yards rushing against them. Well, you know what? Clemson gave up 250 the year before. That's a good group. But our guys walked out of there with a, le- with a level as, hey, we are not as far away from that level as you believe, as you think. And, you know, I'm, you know, I follow this. It's no different than when Austin P goes into UT Knoxville. I think that game finished 30 to 9. Or Coach Simpson up there at Martin, you know, that that UT Martin Georgia game was a lot closer than that UT Martin Florida State game. So, you know, those things are really important to our kids and going out there and feeling, "Hey, now I can I can compete at this level." And then, you know, getting the tape against, you know, the the the, the uh, higher level of competition. So, there's a lot of factors that that they were they're really cool playing in those games. Coach, last question for me is about the changing landscape around you, and I don't mean the transfer portal, and I don't mean NIL. I mean, Darren and I have already interviewed the new coach at MTSU, the new coach at Tennessee Tech, the new coach at Austin P, which I imagine you guys all kind of go for the same group of folks. Um, so I- I'm sure you're very aware more than I c- could ever be about the uh, changing landscape of the neighborhood of folks that mm-hmm. you go after and, and and how that changes or maybe not changes, uh, changes your particular job as far as recruiting goes, where you have to compete against new blood, new program, and new energy. And you know how infectious that can be sometimes. Yeah, well, I can, I'll can. i use Coach Mason for an example, you know, and I think Coach Stock did an incredible job. He's one of the most incredible people, just good men that I've ever met in this profession. Well, you know, they, MTSU did not spend a ton of time recruiting Middle Tennessee. That wasn't their base. I can tell you for a fact, day, day one when Mason took that job, Oakland, Pearl Cone, he went into every single one of those schools because that's where he had success at Vanderbilt. And, you know, we weren't recruiting against Middle Tennessee State. You know, that was a that was a void in this part of it. Now, 
Coach Mace is going to make – that's going to be his bread and butter. So we're, we're well aware of, of those things and the level of competition. And, you know, you know what Coach Mason did there the first time at Vanderbilt. I would expect, I would expect to see that, that level of success very, very quickly here at MTSU. Um, and it's, it is great. The way the jobs are changed, what's hard, you guys don't think, in the portal, um, when a, you know, say a coach at our level – moves up and goes and gets a job, like Scotty just did at Austin P. Well, 30% of that, 40% of that roster, they go in the portal too because every kid is granted an exemption to transfer when your head coach leaves. So now you got a new guy that's coming in there, and the cupboard is completely bare. You know, I think there's 10, 12 guys that went with him to UTEP, plus mm-hmm. the guys that just went in the portal, and you're starting from scratch trying to fill out 25, 30 scholarships first year. And, you know, you'd like to say that athletic directors, you got three, four, five, but we got, everybody's got to win now in this profession. And I think that's what's, that's the challenging part of these jobs opening up. And one would think the 10 or 12 players are probably the best players on the roster. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> probably. I, I, if you track them, the guy, if you have success as a good starter, you're an all-conference player at our level, you are going to, you're going to get multiple FBS offers. Yeah. Now, we track them, and the what, what I've seen is a lot of guys are getting signed as depth guys. They believe they're going up, and that's one thing we talk with TA about. Have you ever seen somebody go from FCS to FBS and watch their stats double? Because that 16 sacks you had here is not going to be 32. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you got to be mindful of those things as you're making a professional decision moving forward. Brandon Fisher, as we wrap things up, TSU defensive coordinator. Sunday, FCS championship, South Dakota State. And Montana. You know anything about yeah. Montana? The Grizzlies? You know a couple things. Yeah, there's a, uh, there's a pretty strong contingent of that 2009 class, uh, which I was the all-time winningest class in Montana history. We were 52-6 and six, uh, the four years I had the wow. opportunity to play there. I, I, I joke around. We were the Buffalo Bills of 1AA because we lost back-to-back national championships my junior and senior year. Nobody remembers me. I got a chance to play, but I wasn't very good. But, you know, like a Mark Mariani, uh, you know, Mark will be there. That We've got a really good group of guys that are going to be back, um, have a chance to go watch them in what I, what I think is still the most pure level of college football. FCS football is special. And that, that championship game, uh, I mean, it, that one can't be bought. That one's not built through four and five stars. They work their ass off to have a chance to get there. Got to go through a four-round playoff system just to be there. So it's – it's real. Uh, for guys that have been there and seen it live, I had a chance to play. We're really excited to go watch the group compete. And uh, South Dakota State, they're pretty dang good, but there's a reason that ball's not perfectly round. So a couple bounces, and, and we'll see. Who did you lose to, by the way, in those back-to-back years? Uh, Richmond and Villanova. Oh, wow. Basketball. Mm. Okay. Basketball schools. Two basketball And this was before, you know, this was before North Dakota State, South Dakota State all got rolling. Yeah, uh, Montana. You know, there was a time Coach Coach House done an incredible job getting it, getting the program back to where it was. But I, shoot, I think we were. I mean, my four years, we lost a, a quarters, a semis, and two national championships. Man, I, I didn't were, know those were four of our six losses. Yeah, I wasn't poking you. I didn't know if it was North Dakota State because I thought it was cool. And I know we'll we'll talk to you this off season. We'll talk to you before. Obviously, we're going to be carrying all your games here on WNSR. But you guys, you know, you had the cool game with Notre Dame to start. But you have North Dakota State. Next year, right? Yeah. In the Fargo Dome? Like, that's really cool. Yeah, that's that's going to be awesome. Heading up there week two, and we got a home-and-home home with them. So oh, that's awesome. Here in two years. Oh, wow, that's is, really cool. And that, that, 
tells you what you know, Coach George and his direction for this program. You know, you can sign, you can go get a D two game and beat them fifty eight to nothing. We don't have one next year. Coach George said, "No, we're going to go play that one." That has been the standard of FCS football. We're taking our group up there week two. He wants all the smoke. Outside of getting Ohio State on the schedule, I don't, I don't think there's anybody else he would rather play. That's he's awesome. Been trying to get Ohio State on the schedule. He, Coach George is special. He wants all the smoke. That is awesome. Brandon, really appreciate it. Good luck with everything. Have a nice offseason. Thank we'll, you, sir. We'll check in with you down the road. Yes, sir. Appreciate you guys. And congratulations on Terrell Allen. What a mm-hmm. what an accomplishment. Man, what an accomplishment. Yeah, no Great. doubt. Thank you, Coach. That is Brandon Fisher, TSU, offensive coordinator, North Dakota State next year, week two. Yeah. At the Fargo Dome. How about that? That's a really cool experience. It's a special trip. Never been there. But man, it's cool. To, I've watched them their yeah. games, and it, that atmosphere is oh. nuts. Oh man, they're it, into it's an, it. It's an arena football game on steroids. They are into it, to yes, say the least, for sure. All right, uh, we'll take a break. Six one five eight four four fifty six hundred is how you can get in touch with us. And of course, this is your flagship station for Tennessee State football and men and women's basketball. We'll come back more of the McFarland Show next. And now for today's winning cash three and cash four numbers from the Tennessee Lottery. The first number is the number you just thought of. The second number is the number you would have picked. The third number is the day of your wedding anniversary. And the fourth number They're only lucky numbers if you decide to play them. Cash three and cash four only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game changing fun. Please play responsibly. Have you ever met a single person in your life that enjoys paying taxes? No, no one does. If you can't sleep at night because you have a huge problem with the IRS, I've got some free advice for you. This service is strictly limited to individuals that owe the IRS $10,000 or more in back taxes. And if you qualify, we can guarantee that you won't be writing a big fat check to the IRS or our services cost you nothing. The first 100 people that call today will get a free tax consultation worth $500. Stop worrying about your IRS problem. We can help you. We promise. Call the tax doctor right now. I mean right now to learn more. 800-649-0142. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate. Restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. Hey guys, did you know there's a generic form of Viagra that works just the same but is 95% cheaper and you can get it online? Just go to hymns.com joy. Through Hims, you'll get a free medical consultation, discreet shipping if prescribed, a 100% online process, and trusted generic alternatives to the name brands at up to 95% off. That's right, get generic for Viagra, the same active ingredient as brand name Viagra, but for 95% less. It's the same medication, still prescribed by a licensed medical provider, but with zero copay, no expensive appointments, and no awkward face-to-face conversations. To start your free online visit, you need to go to this exclusive address, hymns.com slash joy. That's hymns.com slash joy for your free online visit, himscom slash J-O-Y. 
When was the last time you did something fun with family, friends, co-workers, and clients? What if I told you about a place under one roof that offers affordable entertainment for all ages? That's what you'll find at Strike and Spare Family Fun Centers in Donaldson, Hermitage, Tusculum, Hendersonville, and Murfreesboro with bowling, games, food, drink, and entertainment for all ages. Enjoy an enhanced experience in Hendersonville or Murfreesboro where they feature additional fun with bumper cars, laser tag, roller skating, and more. All locations are open seven days a week, including holidays. Visit online at strikeandspare.com. Strike and Spare, where fun is bowling. It's a Bill King show. We created a rule decades ago on the show. Weddings, things of that nature, during the playing portion, do not get consideration. No, 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 no. Don't do that. Weddings are meant for the spring. They do not get consideration during the playing portion of the season. That's just the way we work it around here. That's the way we play it around here. Weekday mornings beginning at 6 on Sports Radio 560 on 95.9 FM. You're listening live from the Strike and Spare Studios, downtown Music City. It's the McFarland Show. <laughs> Back here on the McFarland Show. We're here in the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center studio on this Friday. Hope everybody's having a great day. Great conversation there with TSU defensive coordinator Brandon Fisher. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. And good luck to his Montana Grizzlies. Absolutely. In the FCS championship game Sunday. Uh, that's games at one o'clock or noon. It's an early. I think it'll be on. I'm pretty sure it'll be on. That's, I don't, that's an early start out there. They'll show it on. Yeah. probably one of the CBS or something. Probably, but I'm just saying it's probably Mountain Time out there in Montana. If that's where they're playing it. So, uh, so it's a little brunch game, championship brunch. Yeah, uh, but I don't know where they're playing it. To be honest, okay. Uh, they're playing it uh, at Toyota Stadium in Frisco, Texas. Oh, okay. What? Who's I'm just who's Toyota Stadium? It's a Frisco? it's a soccer stadium. Um, from what I call us, uh, really? where the um, I think an MLS team plays the there. Dallas MLS. I think. Okay, I'm try to find it, but All yeah, right. I, I think so. All right, let's go to the phones. Eric has been waiting patiently. Eric, what's up? Hey guys, uh, it's always a great pleasure to talk to you guys. Same to you. Uh, a few things, guys. One, you may have seen this. I saw this a little while ago on the crawler that it appears that. To his younger brother is entering the portal, even though he just played uh, against uh, for Maryland against Auburn in the Music City Bowl. I just saw a call on ESPN that he's entering the portal. Yeah, he didn't play at the he didn't play in the Music City Bowl. Yeah, yeah, but he's still this talk about he may go to the draft or whatever. So we'll we'll see about that. And guys, I'll say this about the week this weekend. This is one of the t- toughest weekends in the NFL with this last weekend, with a lot of players either being set out either because of injury or. Coaches decide which I don't have a problem with resting players for getting ready for the playoffs. So some of these games would be like preseason games where you either see guys not playing at all, or if they do play, maybe playing for a quarter or a half, a few series or whatever. But I definitely think some of these teams that are favorite to win are either going to get beat or if not get beat, it'd be in the fight for the last. Like I know Seattle is favored by Arizona, like three points. It would not shock me if Arizona won. And I'll say this, Philadelphia and Dallas, I'd be surprised if both teams covered the spread. I don't see that. They both may win, but they both are not covering the spread because I wouldn't be surprised if one of them loses or even both of them loses. I'd be, be, be surprised like Prince Dallas was, but not shocked. I've heard, even though they're favored by a huge spread, I've heard the weather's not going to be too good in Washington. And I really believe these players are going to try and fight and play for uh, Ron Rivera since this is his last game. And it's hard. When, when you have these divisional games, 
So you you just can't get too cocky. And I think and the Giants also would love to if they could hurt Philadelphia's season. Yeah, they're not going to lay down. Giants are not going to lay down. No, no yeah, way. Yeah. And and I guess you've heard this too. Uh, there's a shot that Trevor Lawrence may not play Sunday for Jacksonville. Mm, he's been he's been practicing. I think he's been he's been practicing during the media session. Yeah. So I mm-hmm. I don't know what all that yeah. means. Look, here's the thing, Eric. We had Tony yeah. Smith on yesterday from down in yeah. Jacksonville. Trevor mm-hmm. Lawrence has been banged up all year. He's had yeah. concussion, yeah. knee, yeah. ankle, shoulder. I mean, he's been hit. And every week, you you think he's going to sit out, and he did sit out last week. Yeah. But for the most part, he's played all year, and he's been banged up all year. So with the season on the line, I yeah. I wouldn't be I would be more surprised that he didn't play than if he and, did and, play. And and guys, I will say this: I don't know if the Titans are going to win, but even though they've lost the last three games, don't you know they have played? They have been playing like crazy. Like for instance, against the Colts, they lost in overtime. They lost to Houston in overtime, and they lost with a minute to go to Seattle. So I think. Definitely, I don't know if the Titans are going to win, but I think they're definitely going to go out and play as hard as they can, especially with it being Derrick Henry's last game. It's going to be interesting to see the crowd because I think the last home game, it was 64 degrees, so we had a good crowd. If the weather's not too bad, I think you'll see a good crowd for the last home game, especially with it being Derrick Henry. And I'm hoping they introduce the offense on the field so they can give Derrick Henry so they can hear his chance. I'd be surprised if they don't. That would Guys, be a great, with, great mm-hmm. gesture by on their oh, part. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Guys, y'all take care, and we'll talk again soon. You too, Eric. Thank you. Thank Good you, call. Eric. Good call. Um, that would be that would be it. They should like that. I would think so. I, I again, why wouldn't you? Right. I would think so. Uh, by the way, ESPN has this uh, cool feature uh, when you go to the NFL page and you go to scores and you scroll down. It'll show you not just the line and what time the game is. If you want to go, how much tickets are? The lowest ticket price available is what it lists. So the lowest ticket price available for the Titans and Jaguars coming up on Sunday at Nissan Stadium is $17. $17 will get you in the door. Now, it's not a great seat. No one promised that. Mm-mm. But it, it'll it get you, you know, probably in the upper deck somewhere, sitting on top of the lights or maybe on the antenna of one of the Batman building, uh, of the Batman building there. So you can look down and see. But I'm not sitting on the lights. Yeah. Sitting, not for free. I wouldn't even do it for free. The, you know, I wouldn't do it if you paid me. You know, I've sat. Right up against the lights. Really? Yeah, once. I wanted to see the vantage point. I wanted to see what it was like up there. Really? Were so you I doing cl- a piece? No. I climbed all the way up there. Just for giggles? Yeah, I just climbed all the way up there one <laughs> no, day. No, well, I was it. already in the upper deck, so I decided just to go all the way to the top just to see what that was. And so, um, I'm a total snob. I- I'll be well, honest. Yeah, like, I'm not right. a snob about much, but tickets, like where I sit, I've, over the years, I've just turned into a total snob. No. Oh. Like, I just, if I'm not sitting in good seats, I'm out. <laughs> Darren, so how much would you spend for a ticket then? I'm a horrible person to ask that because I've spent <laughs> for a ticket to what? I spent to most of game. To, sp- to this uh, game or just any, any football game. game? Well, any well, no, this game was the last one, so it's a little different. Let me, let me tell you why I'm a horrible person. Because I've spent most of my life, I've been very, very fortunate and lucky. I don't typically have to buy tickets so well, i'm yeah. a horrible horrible person I to bounce off that, yeah. so that's another reason like i'm totally jaded because i get it and i understand that's why i have sympathy for people who do and i understand what they have every right to be mad when they're mad because they do mm-hmm. spend their hard-earned money yep and their time now we all do the time part but the money part when you are invested 
the floor is yours. Mm -hmm. Okay. You can say whatever you, because I get it. People spend a lot of money and even sometimes they cut other corners to buy tickets and the organization should appreciate that. Yeah. You spend $300 a ticket. Sometimes to get into the to get into the game well, to see I what asked, you're gonna say. I asked that question because I spent twenty five dollars to go to a game once, and I sat in that nosebleed section. Yeah, and I just would advise anybody, hey, spend extra because I'm telling you, unless you want to spin around and be cold in the wintertime, <laughs> that's a terrible seat. I, I <laughs> it's got not worth it. Look, I got a qu- real quick story, and then we'll get back to the phones. One year, I'm trying to think when this was. This was probably. Mm, 12, 12 years ago. I wasn't doing the Predators gig, so probably 12 years ago. Okay. Got my wife's family down in Alabama. They're huge Alabama fans. They got, well, they got some Auburn too, but they're, sure. they're staunch Alabama. My wife went to UT. She's a UT grad. So we decided to take, uh, we went to the Alabama-Tennessee game. Okay. And I went through a connection. Mm-hmm. that I had mm-hmm. someone through Alabama. Now this connection, usually I can always get free to, but even because this is a Alabama's, yeah. you know, this oh, sure. is, it's you know, that mm-hmm. there basically was no such thing as a free ticket. I mean, I paid, you know, we paid just cost. This is through someone who worked in the walls who I love and adore. And I'm thinking, okay. Yeah. And I'm going to pay costs of fine. We'll pay costs. I'm thinking, well, I'm going to get good seats. I'm getting it from inside the walls. Like, I got my connect. I got my pal, my buddy. Yeah, basically. We did the, you know, those outside, sure. you know, things sure. you walk up. Sure, sure, you sure, walk sure. up yeah. and you walk yeah. up and you walk yeah. up and you walk up. Mm. Brian Denny, there's no freaking elevators. No. And you walk up and you walk up and then you get there. Yeah. Then you got to go 30 more rows up. Yep. And I sat there seething that entire game and i'll i said i'll never do this again ever exactly That's like what i, I was like i'll know on the front end where these tickets are because if i don't know exactly where they are we're out <laughs> okay soapbox done <laughs> sounds like you're over it sounds like you know, i was it sounds like you. you've you've healed Justin, and you know, you're doing you. better now. It sounds like I'm not in denial. At least I'll admit, man, I'm a snob when it comes to seats. I was like, I'm not doing this ever again. Jeez. Alabama, Tennessee, I'll sit at home and watch. All right, let's go to Tony in Nolensville. Tony, what's up? Hey Tony. Good afternoon, guys. Well, I've still got the remnants of the the crud, so I hope y'all can understand me okay. Yep, yes, we got sir. you. Loud and clear. My seat at the Titans for 10 years, my PSLs. Ironically, four rows at, from the top right under the light. Ooh. Section 342. Ooh. And Darren and Justin, let me tell you this real quick. Yes, sir. I made a comment one day. I said, you you know, you're sitting under the light and you hear this buzzing noise. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. And I mentioned this and all of a sudden I had about 10 people mad at me because they said i try to block that out and now you've mentioned it to us. <laughs> they said we'll hear that the whole game that yeah. was the old the old light system the old light system yeah all right it was unbelievable um your guest 
Excuse me. That was pre-LEDs. <laughs> right, right. Uh, him saying he thinks the FCS is pure brand of football, the last of it. I'll agree. I think that is, and I just, I just feel that way. You, you've got your big time ball, and that's what it is—big time ball. That's a lot like um, uh, the NFL, you say. But uh, <clears throat> with uh, the way things are going, it could be. Uh, you know, I'm, I've been watching Austin be some of their recruits. They've, they've hit the portal. They've got people coming in, so. It's it's on that level too, and uh, last thing, guys, uh, talking about uh, <clears throat> excuse me, Mason and some of his recruiting. Darren, you know who he went out and got? Who? Uh, the five star punter from Tullahoma. Really? Sure did. Hmm. He he signed with Mason. He had a. Uh, <clears throat> Offers from several uh, mid-majors, group of fives, and he, uh, Mason, he ended up with, uh, going to medal. All right. So that was, hmm. I thought that was a pretty good uh, catch, Coach Mason, to start out. Absolutely. You know, recruiting for the middle Tennessee area. Guys, I know my voice is terrible, but have a good weekend. Want to call in, chit-chat with you a little bit. Have a good safe week. Thank you, Tony. Hang in there, Tony. Get man. some rest. Get man. some tea. Some yeah. lemon, Tony. Some I'm, garlic. I'm hey, cool. hey, no, I've done all that. <laughs> I've got my three buddies that's going to help me tonight. Jim, Jack, or Ed. I was going to thank you. I, that's where I was going next. So try that. <laughs> if that doesn't work, you're screwed. We'll talk to you on Monday. <laughs> Yeah, I was just like, you need to throw a little something, something in there. You know, help those sure. vocals. Yeah. Who is Jim, Jack, and... No, I'm sorry. Stop, don't. Okay. okay. Like you don't, don't. Okay, now I'm talking Today. about it. Let's not, <laughs> let's not do that today. All right. And by the way, you you live in Tennessee. Like, really? Right. right. Really? You're going to ask who's Jack? Jack? Is that kid a Jack the Daniels guy? <laughs> Jack the, the Daniels, Daniels guy. guy. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, yeah. okay. Mm-hmm. So did you have a good time spot. in Lynchburg, Damon, when you were there? I didn't. I haven't been there. You yet. haven't been there? Uh, I've taken customers. I could have sworn you've been there. No, no, no. Jack the Daniels Jack guy. Jack the Daniels guy. You know, Jack the Daniels guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know. How about Zodiac? It would have been better if you would have treated it like Ohio State. The uh, Jack Daniels. The, yeah. the right. Jack Daniels. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the weekend treatment. Huh? Okay, I should have did that a couple of weeks ago then. Uh, yeah. Did you sound like Tony? I was. Tell us to you. Don't you remember? I coughed a few times. I don't remember you. I remember you like coughing, but, but I don't remember you yeah. sounding like that. No, I, yeah. I didn't get that bad. I remember you coughing. That's called Friday. Yes. <laughs> and then yes. Mon- Monday when you cough, that's called yes. Monday. Right? Yes. <laughs> so you said I do this every day? <laughs> often. I'm well, going to say often. But I don't remember your voice sounding well, like that. Well, when you that. get no. older, things like that just happen. They just be happening. Part of life. Okay. Don't get old. That's all I'm saying. Well, thanks. I didn't sound like like Tony. Well, there's only one other option. So, (laughs) I mean, I don't. I'm still here, though. You don't like that. If you can figure out how to stop that, let us know. (laughs) Might have something there. All right, we'll take another break. 615 844 5600 is how you can get in touch with us. More of the McFarland Show next. 
Prince's Hot Chicken, Nashville's original hot chicken, with three locations serving Middle Tennessee, south on Nolensville Road, 5th and Broad, downtown, and the new location at Tanger Outlet Mall. You can now order your favorite flavor of heat online at princesshotchicken.com. And don't forget dessert, including special holiday pies. Princess Hot Chicken in three locations and princesshotchicken.com. Princess Hot Chicken, Nashville's original hot chicken. We all know that Nashville life can get hectic. In the middle of all the madness that is life, don't forget to take care of yourself. Treat yourself to Nashville's ultimate relaxation experience at Mokara Spa at the Omni Nashville Hotel. With services for men and women, Mokara Spa at the Omni Nashville Hotel is your one-stop shop for full body treatment. Begin your experience in the exquisite relaxation room, then enjoy a full body treatment or even a couple's massage before finishing in the salon. Located on the fourth floor of the Omni Nashville Hotel, Mokara Spa is Nashville's highest quality self-care oasis. To book your experience or gain information on packages, call Makara Spa today at 615-761-3600. Again, 615-761-3600. Or log on to theomnihotel.com. And with every booking, you'll have free valet parking and rooftop pool access to enjoy the Music City skyline. And through Labor Day, enjoy the fourth floor spa terrace for only $20. Makara Spa at the Omni Nashville Hotel, 5th Avenue, downtown. As the weather gets colder, the NFL offers stay hot on FanDuel. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 Moneyline bet. That's $150 if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. I like putting parlay bets together, hammering the overs, and anytime player touchdown bets always have me on the edge of my seat. So if you're ready to do the same, visit FanDuel.com win and kick off the NFL season. That's FanDuel.com win. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. 21 plus in President Kentucky. First online real money wager only $5 pregame money line wager required. First online real money wager only $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. And now, Childress Collision Center is reminding motorists to slow down on our roadways, keep an eye out for kids at play, and never text and drive. This message is brought to you by Childress Collision Center. Family owned and operated, Childress Collision Center is backed by a century of combined experience. From a scratcher a dent to a full collision repair, trust Childress Collision Center. Stop on by 1108 8th Avenue South in Nashville or call 615-266-4441. 615-266-4441. That's Childress Collision Center. They're people who care. It's the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. They put themselves in this position. It's a shame they put themselves in this position because I think not only is the division there to be had, the conference is there to be had. If they had more talent, if they had their stuff together, it's not the murderer's row that we thought the AFC was going to be going into the season. The McFarlane Show with Darren and Justin on Nashville Sports Radio WNSR. The McFarland Show, video streaming live on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube from the Strike and Spare studio. All right, it's time for the McFarland six-pack of picks. There you go. Here from the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center studio. You can watch our show every day, Monday through Friday, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. Darren and Justin here with you. 
Let's review last week. All right. A little bit better. All right. A little bit better for me. Okay. Not so much for you. Mm. You've had very few dips, but you had a dip last week. Okay. Two and four. All right. You won the Texans. Yeah. Here, or down in Houston against the Titans. Sure. And you won UT against Iowa. Yeah, that makes sense. You lost Bama, mm. Texas, mm. Dolphins, mm. Cowboys. I lost the... Oh, well... They only won by two. Okay. Yeah, it was minus five. And yeah. A half. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's minus five and a half. So let's say the Cowboys won. No, yeah. no, 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 I got it. No, I got it. Um, I went three and three. Okay. I won with the Ravens, the Texans, and UT. Mm-hmm. And I lost with Bama, Texas, and the Cowboys. So mm-hmm. that puts me up forty-two and fifty-four mm-hmm. on the year against the spread. Okay. While the other McFarland, Justin, is yeah. 53 and 43. 53 and 43 against the spread. Not bad. Actually, that's really good. Okay. Really good. So you've told me. 10 games above 500 against the spread for an entire season. Pretty amazing. Okay. Yeah. All right. Texans at the Colts. <sighs> <laughs> Indy is getting a point and a half. Indy getting a point and a half at home <sighs> against Houston. Yeah, give me the Texans. I I don't believe the Colts are going to win this game. I just don't. Most people don't. Give me the Texans. This is oh, give me the Texans. It's hard though. That's a tough one. But give me the Texans. It's a really hard one. Mm-hmm. I just have uh, an inkling. I'm going to go with the home team. Yeah, go with the Colts. Makes sense. It I is a hard one. I understand, though. It is a hard one. Okay, Jags are here. Mm-hmm. Final game of the regular season mm-hmm. for the Titans. They are getting three and a half. An opportunity to knock their foes from Jacksonville out of the playoffs. The problem is we still don't know if Trevor Lawrence is going to play. And if he's not going to play, then that means it's C.J. Beathard who will get the start for the Jaguars. Nashvillian. Nashvillian, C.J. Beathard. C.J. Beathard. Um, be that as it may, I may regret this. It's hard to, It's hard for me to, to form the words, give me the... Because I, I just... It's hard for me to believe that in my soul, honestly, um, you know, with everything that's going on. So, uh, give, give me the... You know what? Give me... Give me the Titans. Give me the Titans. Did you just change your pick? I did. Give me the Titans. Wow. Give me the Titans. You did all that and changed your pick on the fly? Give me the Titans. I can't say give me the give, give me the Titans. Okay. I know. I know. Give me the Titans. I like Eric. I can't explain it. I don't know why. I've been going the other way here recently, and that's done good for me. Mm-hmm. But for whatever reason, they have played well at home, and there's a lot, there's a lot of, there's a lot of um, juice, yeah, things to get them amped up, yeah. Possibly Derrick Henry's last game in a Titans uniform, yeah. A chance to beat Jacksonville and knock them out of the playoffs, yeah. There's a lot of motivation there. A chance not to go over the division. A not a chance to, and by the way, when's the last time they went over? I don't over? know. I don't think it's it's never happened since they've been here. 
So you'd have to go back to Oilers. You got to go back to Houston for that. Yeah, wow. I'm pretty sure. Like I feel pretty confident they've never gone. Even the over. two and fourteen year one when was the division? I mean, I don't know. I can look it up. Well, I got hold on. I got unless Tell you me, got it. When's the when was the two? Duh, 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 hold, on, hold on, real quick. I'm, I know we're doing this on air. Uh, two and fourteen was twenty and fourteen. Their wins were Kansas City and Jacksonville. Okay, so they even won that year. Yep, they have not gone over since they've been here. Mm. So this would truly be a first since they've been in this market, mm. going over six in the division. Jeez. So I'm going to go Titans. I don't know why, but I'm just I'm going Titans. Jeez. All right, we haven't done this all season, but here goes. All right, because I I I kind of want to do this right, even though we don't know for sure, but I think we all think this is it. Okay. Derrick Henry rushing yards. Yeah. Over under ninety nine and a half. Under. Yeah, I, well, I obviously knew where you were going. No, I'm, I'm under. I, I don't. I just don't believe it. As fast as you said under, I'm going over. Okay. I know we differ on this. Sure. I think Derrick Henry's in for a special day. Good. I hope so. Even with that crappy line, I think he's in for a special. I day. hope he gets the Kobe Bryant treatment where they feed him the ball and make and set him up. But I I don't believe that. I believe he'll have over 20 carries, and I believe he'll have over 100 yards. We'll see. That's what I believe. Bucks at the Panthers. I just oh. saw it looks like Baker Mayfield has been cleared. Yes, he has. Panthers are getting four and a half. It's in Carolina. Uh, the Bucks. Give me the Bucks. Yeah. I'm Bucks got to win this too. game. Honestly, I, I'm a little surprised that line's that low. By the way, tickets to that game, 11 bucks. I was to say, it's probably single digits. $11. Okay. Sunday night game, final game of the regular season. The NBC game is Bills at Dolphins. Oh. Dolphins getting two and a half. Uh, the the Bills. Give me the Bills. I don't believe the Dolphins are going to win this game. Uh, I, I believe the Dolphins may be done for wins on the season. Listen to this. If the Bills win, yeah. they win the division. Yeah. Yeah. When's the last time we've thought that about the Bills? You have to go back to like the first month of the season? Yeah. It's been a long it's time. A long like they look, right, they look like they've been out of that, it's been a long that climb. talk for a good while. Long climb. They can win the division. Give me Buffalo. If they beat the Dolphins. But it's in Miami. Eh. Both of us take the Bills. I took the Bucks as well, by the way. Final national championship game, Washington and Michigan. Michigan by four and a half. Give me Michigan. And, and it's hard for me to say that, but, you know, I don't believe that, that Washington's got enough bite behind the bark uh, to get this done, I, I just don't. Um, I think Michigan will will beat them up at the line of scrimmage, unless they're just worn out from Alabama, and I don't believe that. I'm going to take the points. Uh, I see. Washington's been doubted all year, they and have. they just keep winning. They do. Remember, they went into the Pac-12 championship game as almost a double-digit underdog. It's true, and beat Oregon pretty beat, easily. Yeah, they've been doubted for a lot this year. Yeah, and I just told you their head coach. Has lost eleven games as a head coach That's in college football. Not a lot. Eleven. Yeah, and he's won over a hundred. Really good. So I'm going to take Washington in the points. So there you go. That's the McFarland six pack of picks. We'll come back and call it a week next. Attention high school sports fans, are you an armchair official? You know, the parent or fan who constantly yells at the referees and loves to let everyone know just how bad you think they are. Well, if you think you could do better, then get in the game and prove it. It's time for you to suit up and make the calls where they actually count. Every sport in Tennessee needs more officials. 
Sign up today at highschoolofficials.com. We all make resolutions this time of year, and let's face it, most of them won't stick. But here's one that's not only easy to keep, but will help you feel healthier all year long. Navage. Navage provides quick, drug-free nasal relief by washing saline in one nostril, around the back of the nose, and out of the other nostril. This time of year, when everyone is sick, Navage helps by sucking out germs, bacteria, and viruses trapped in our noses that cause us to feel miserable. And come allergy season, it does the same with dust, pollen, and other allergens. And unlike medications that can take time to help, if they're effective at all, Navage helps treat congestion symptoms in seconds flat, without drugs. This New Year's resolve to use drug-free Navage to help you breathe easier, sleep better, and feel healthier all year long. Ask for Navage at Walmart, Walgreens, CVS, Rite Aid, Target, or find us online at Navage.com. Navage. N-A-V-A-G-E. Clean nose, healthy life. We all hear the radio ads about the IRS. They tell you to be afraid, to be scared, and they try to frighten you into calling. I'm not here to do that. Tax Relief Advocates is different. TRA is here to tell you that if you owe money to the IRS, whether it's $5,000, $50,000, or $500,000, we have a solution. It doesn't matter if you're sitting in your car, at work, or with your kids. No matter where you are, call now. 800-617-0239. Don't lose hope. TRA can eliminate or reduce what you owe to the IRS. There is zero risk to you. If we can't reduce your tax debt, then you pay nothing. Our passion is taxes and helping individuals fix their IRS problems. We have a five-star rating on Google and Yelp and an A-plus with the Better Business Bureau. You don't need to be afraid of the IRS any longer. End your tax nightmare today by visiting us online at tra.com or call 800-617-0239. That's 800-617-0239. Tax Relief Advocates, real solutions for real people. With 13 locations nationally, including Smyrna, Star Leasing Company is a semi-trailer one-stop shop and the perfect place to build a career as a semi-trailer mechanic. Seeking candidates with all levels of experience, Star Leasing Company has a semi-trailer technician trainee program with sign-on and quarterly bonuses and other opportunities such as $1,000 for having a yearly physical. The package also includes 401k with company match, health, dental, and vision insurance, competitive pay with weekly paychecks, and paid holidays and time off. Star Leasing Company, not your typical semi-trailer leasing company. It's StarLeasing.com to learn more. This is the Grant Pogue and John Burton Show. Couldn't be happier for you. Well, Papa Pogue. 12.26 a.m. yesterday morning. Grace, yeah. uh, Alice Rose, eight pounds, one ounce, mm. 20 inches, uh, and uh, all is well. I didn't cry uh, when I held her for the first time. Mm. I'd already cried the first time I saw her. Greg Fogue and News Channel 5's John Burton. WNSR. Nashville Sports Radio. Give us a call, 615-844-5600. The McFarland Show with Darren and Justin. The injury report is out today. Nobody has been ruled out by the Jags. All right. There were three guys listed questionable for Jacksonville. All were limited participants in today's practice. And those three guys are wide receiver Zay Jones, mm-hmm. wide receiver Christian Kirk, mm-hmm. quarterback Trevor Lawrence. Mm-hmm. Kind of big deals, but yes. they've practiced all week, limited, and they are all three deemed questionable, I suspect, again, with the season on the line. A division title, which would be back-to-back first time mm-hmm. since 98-99. Uh, I suspect those guys are going to play. I would suspect that uh, that Trevor Lawrence in particular would go out. The, you, you're the guy. You're the franchise. 
You're the franchise. You have to go out there and try. And, and you know, I, I was this way towards another play and end game that the Titans had. Their quarterback at the time could not go out there. And I, I felt at the time that he needed to go out there and try because he was the quarterback. Like, this is, you're the franchise. And if you can't, th- like, go out there and just throw it in the dirt. Do, do something. Try. Just try for me. And, and you know, it, it just didn't go. If you're Trevor Lawrence, you're the franchise, you need to go out there and at least try it. Just try. He is listed on the injury report with a right shoulder and yeah. a left finger. Yeah, well. Like I said, he has been banged up all year. Well. A mess. He, he may, he may want to invest in a little muscle mass. Okay, yeah. yeah. But he's a big dude. Uh, oh, he needs to be a little bigger. Okay. Take some of the hits. Okay. Just saying. All right. Uh, I think Bryce Young's going to need to get beefed up. Him too. Nico's going to have to beef up a little. Wouldn't hurt him. Yep. On the Titans side, Colton Dell, no surprise. He has been ruled out. I think we all suspected that. Also ruled out Anthony Kendall, who's dealing with a knee injury. Uh, Ruled out uh, TK McClendon with a Mm -hmm. shoulder. And I don't even know if this one counts. Caleb Farley. I mean. Well, we'll we'll do the offseason. Most people are like, oh, he's on the roster. I'm sure there will be a day where we get into that. Yeah, I'd say this offseason there will probably be a day. Yeah. Yeah. We'll have an opportunity to fully unfold all of that. There's a a lot of guys questionable. Will Levis is questionable. I don't know why Will Levis plays at this point, really, because... The reps. If he didn't come in... I know, but if he didn't come in and get hurt again, clearly he's hurt. I I just don't Mm -hmm. know. Playing through an injury when there's nothing at stake, I'm not so sure is a good idea. For the reps... They want the reps. You I want the reps. You can't I don't reproduce know. the reps, and he won't get. You got eight months to heal. I know, but I don't want. You, I don't know if I want you doing the reps at seventy five percent. You only got to get ready for the playoffs, right? Unless he's the fantasy wait, playoffs, wait, you, maybe. You got jokes, maybe. <laughs> maybe you got jokes. Oh, that's right. This is the last game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Damn, you got jokes. <laughs> All right, huh? Cool. <laughs> All right, that's going to do it for us. We'll see how it all plays out. We'll talk about uh, what happens on Sunday. And, of course, the national championship game. Yes. Monday night we'll get into on Monday. So, Bill Keen will get things started at 6 a.m. on Monday. Greg and John from 9 to 11. And then we'll join you at 2 p.m. We'll see you then. Have a great weekend. Sports Radio. This is the Zach Gelb Show.